As you open your Bibles to Acts chapter 28, we'll be, re be reading 1 through 5. The title, the, if you want to put a title to something, and what God gave me, shake it off. Look at your neighbor and says, it's time to shake it off. <clears throat> As many of you have wrestled in your life and wrestled with so many issues and so many things in your life, and I truly believe that before we can move into where God wants to take us, uh, sometimes we need to, as we wrestle, uh, we need to let go of some things and move into what God has for us. But there's some things that we see towards the end of, of the book of Acts that uh, I believe is uh, very important for us to, to look at as we move forward. Not going to hold you very long, but yet I believe what God gave me is very vital, very important. Stand for the reading of God's Word. Five verses we'll read. <clears throat> chapter 28, verses 1 through 5. If you're there, say amen. amen. It says, Now when they had escaped, they then found out that the island was called Malta that they had arrived on. This was the Apostle Paul, and he was being taken to Rome and going to go before uh, the, the hierarchy there. And there was a storm that came up, and it wrecked their ship. The military that was on the ship, the Navy that was taking them and, and the, the things going on, that ship fell apart. But the Bible says that they had escaped, and they found themselves on a place called Malta, verse 2. And the natives showed us unusual kindness for they kindled a fire and made us all welcome because of the rain that was falling and because of the cold verse 3 but when Paul had gathered a bundle of sticks and laid them on the fire a viper came out because of the heat and fastened on his hand so when the natives saw the creature hanging from his hand, they said to one another, no doubt this man is a murderer whom though he has escaped the sea, yet justice does now allow, does not allow him to live. But he shook off the creature into the fire and suffered no harm. Say this real loud, shake it off. One more time, shake it off. And you may be seated in his presence. One thing we notice from these pieces of scripture, as we look around, as we lay the foundation for some things here, that they had escaped. Uh, escape means to flee, to go to a safe place, to be in a place of safety, that you get away from something that was going to swallow you up, going to bring harm to you, and trying to keep you into a place that is not uh, good in one sense. Uh, but how many knows God's got his providence for his people? And all things work out for what? All things work. It's working. It's a work in progress. And as you work towards what God does, God does keep. God kept Paul to fulfill the destiny that Paul had. I've said it across this platform. Death does not come to my mind. One, I am not done fulfilling what God's called me to do. 
And I truly believe as we enter in to some greater things, as God has stirred my spirit many, many years ago, and many times that God is getting ready to open some doors, I truly believe 2019 is going to be a pivotal point for many and for others and for even this ministry that the doors are going to open. And when they do, it will be quick. you got to be ready. You're going to be looking around and saying, wow, look how fast it happened. It's like Brother Nathan and when he was praying about selling his house and he was saying, God, I know you want me to sell this house that we were living in and that they had gotten. And all of a sudden, in a matter of a few days, it was sold and they had to be out. It's like that when God opens the door, it's not time to look at it and says, is this really of God? Sometimes you question God to the point that sometimes you almost reject him. It's time to cross into the things. Uh, with the Apostle Paul, he was on his way to fulfill what God had spoken to him many, many times. He told uh, the governor, he told the king, he says, I have not lost the vision, the heavenly vision that God gave me. I must fulfill what God has placed in my life. Many of you are wondering, is, is my life going to come to an end? Is this all it's going to be? God ain't done with you yet, church. You may have had storms. You may have had some areas where it's even shipwreck, and you feel like, what is going to happen? But can I tell you, you're still here? Thank God for being here. Thank God that God kept you. He landed on a place called Malta, a little island that is between the Greek areas of Europe and also Rome. But they didn't really hold to what Rome, and they didn't hold to the Greek belief systems. So they had their own. And now all of a sudden God placed the apostle Paul as well as the soldiers and those that was on that ship there upon that place. Can I tell you that God has kept you and God has a plan for your life? And I truly believe, and I'm going to say it again, that God is getting ready to open some doors that you never thought would be open in 28, 2019. The one thing I notice that we see from here as the natives, uh, Give them some care. They give them some unusual kindness. They took them under their wings because the rain was coming down. The storm was uh, beating on them. It was cold, and they kindled a fire. One thing I noticed with the Apostle Paul, even though he was a prisoner, even though that he was uh, an apostle, even though that he was placed in that area of the high calling, One thing I noticed with him, he kept on. Even though he landed and he could have just sat back and said, all right, Lord, you're going to do the rest. But what did he do? They put a fire. He says, okay, I want to add to the fire. You know how many people that when they start going through things, they just want to sit down and not add to what God's doing? They don't want to add to the things that God is calling them to do. They just want to sit on the side and say, well, I'll do my ministry. I'll do my part, and that's all. But how many knows that Paul picked up sticks? In other words, I look at this. He kept on keeping on. And sometimes you got to keep on keeping on. 
Even though you've been hit in those areas, even though you've been shipwrecked, even though you're on this island, uh, look what the apostle Paul did. He says, I don't want to be just a part of sitting on the sidelines. I want to be a part of what God's doing. How many knows that sometimes when God is moving in the midst and the fire is going, don't wait for the praise team to bring you the fire. You need to add to the fire. Don't wait till the preacher gets up to preach to start getting in what God has for you. Because when the fire falls, when the fire of the Holy Ghost comes, you need to dive in, add to the fire. Yes. He went picking up sticks. Look at your neighbor and says, it's time to pick up sticks. We ain't done yet, and we got to keep doing what God's called us to do. So it's time to pick up the sticks. He done his part to keep the fire burning, in other words. He was not waiting for somebody else to do just their part, and that's it. Too many times people do that. They just wait for somebody else to do it. But I'm here to tell you, even if it's behind the scenes, you got to keep on keeping on. You got to do what God's called you to do. Add to the fire of what God is doing in a ministry, in your life, and what God is wanting to put into your things. See, 2018 is about ready to close. But the new door, the new way of doing some things is getting ready to happen. And God says, I'm going to pour out my fire in a different way. Keep on picking up the sticks. Keep on keeping on. Again, tell your neighbor, keep on keeping on. One thing that I noticed, and I'd done a message, I don't know, it's been a year ago, a couple years ago, called snake bit. How many's ever been snake bit? Spiritually speaking. How many's ever been snake bit by, I see the enemy is, is classified as a snake, as classified as a serpent. And he wiggles his way around and he wants to bite you. I see, uh, that's the reason why I say, have you ever been bit? Have you ever felt the, the bite of Satan or the bite of, of the enemy or something that has latched a hold of you? You can feel it. Trust me, I've been there. I've been to that place uh, that, that I, I didn't know which way to turn and I could feel that teeth just biting into me. I could feel uh, the venom that the enemy was trying to place upon me and in me. I, I felt that, but something I noticed from this scripture, and I am so impressed with the apostle Paul, he kept his composure. Now, I admit, I don't like snakes. As a matter of fact, if I'm driving down the road and I see a snake, my wheels are going to go for it. <laughs> I don't like snakes, and I don't like those little things that crawl because they're sneaky. But I noticed this, that I'm very respectful of the snakes. I have a little bit of fear of the snakes. When I see a snake, I used to chase after certain ones, but when I was a young boy and my dad and this other, uh, he eventually became a pastor. Uh, we was farming on his farm that he had, and uh, we was there. And I was on a tractor, me and my brother, and we was just standing there watching them because we was too young to really drive the tractors. And I seen them running. I says, are they trying to run against each other? Are they racing? Then all of a sudden I look back, there was two blue racers chasing after them. They were running for their lives. They thought <laughs> And all of a sudden, I heard uh, my dad says, boys, stay on the tractor. <laughs> but I have enough respect uh, for that in that regard, uh, the fear of the snake. So I understand there's some poison snakes. There's some that are not. We've had a snake one time that kind of crawled up out 
where this door was, a gardener, and it just crawled up. And so I was going to go out there and get it and just kind of move it around. I'm not afraid of at least a gardener. I'll pick it up and move it. And I was going to do that. And this lady that was one of our teachers says, oh, don't hurt the snake. I said, I'm not going to hurt it. I'm going to put it over there because they kill mice. They kill it. I'm just going to move it over there. She says, let me do it. She wasn't afraid. <laughs> she come out, grabbed it, took it over there, and let it down. Wanted to keep it safe and sound. The apostle Paul, something that I noticed here, and he held his composure. But something else I noticed. See, we see that Paul escaped the drowning. Paul escaped the storm. But can I tell you what? He didn't escape the snake bite. Some people seem to think that uh, I'm doing okay and I won't have to face some certain things. But there may be a certain time you may bit, be bit by Satan himself and be bit by certain things in your life. God may allow that, but he wants to test you to see what you're going to do. I like what the apostle Paul did. He kept his composure. He says, oh, just a snake. He didn't know what type of snake, I'm sure. He just looked at it. And he kept his composure because everybody else was fearful of that. Everybody else was fearful of the snake that was coming to him. Uh, see, Paul could not escape the snake bite. And sometimes you as a believer cannot escape what Satan wants to do at you and wants to come after you. But sometimes it's nothing but a test because others need to find what's going on. There's others watching your life. How will you do? How will you handle? Sister Denise, I am so glad you testified because when you had gone through your time and your needed a healing. You didn't know which way. Every time we would turn around, something was going on. You kept your faith. You may have had the time that you were hit. You may have been in that place that you had the sickness, but you said, my God will heal. My God will deliver. My God will bring me out. Amen. See, sometimes God will allow the bitterness of the snake to come on you for a season. But what you do, don't be so fearful of it because God didn't give us a spirit of fear. Can I hear an amen? amen. God did not give us a spirit of fear. We, we see this, something that I noticed this because if you notice the scripture, and I want to really pull it out because uh, the island folk, they understood what those snakes were about. They were fearful of it. In my sense, this was a spirit of fear trying to get a hold of everybody around. How many's ever had a spirit of fear that tries to get a hold of you? And sometimes it can latch a hold of you. Well, if God will do it, if God will take care of this, if God, and all of a sudden, what if God doesn't? What if I pray and it doesn't come to pass? All of a sudden, fear hits you. It may be fear of your health issues. It may be fear of dying. It may be fear of financial problems. It may be fear of being lonely. It may be fear of if I step out and do this, what will take place? See, that spirit of fear wants to get a hold of you. But what will you do with the spirit of fear? What will you do with the things that's around you? See, what happened to these islanders? They watched and see what the apostle Paul was going to do. Because he understood what the word of God says. And I want to read it to you because I want you to get a hold of it. As we move closer to the things that God's going to do in this hour. In 2 Timothy chapter 1. It says verse 6 and 7. 
says, therefore, I remind you to stir up the gift of God, which is in you through the laying on of hands. Get ready to stir yourself up, church. You've got to stir up what God's placed within you. You can't let it go dormant. Every single day, you've got to get up and get a hold of God and stir up what God's given you. But he goes on to say in verse 7, For God has not given us, say me, a spirit of fear, but of power, say a power, of love and of a sound mind. The composure I seen with the Apostle Paul, he did not, he was not shaken with the issue of the shipwreck. He was not shaken because of what was taking place. He was not downhearted. He was not bully grubbing around. He wanted to add to the fire, add to what was going on. Let me be a help. Let me do this. And as he did, look what happened. Now, something else I want to dive in just for a moment. <laughs> the fire that he was seeing and using, brought out the snake. So you may have the fire of God flowing and you may have some things happening. Maybe the church services is moving and you think, well, Satan can't move in. I beg your pardon because snakes will come out because they don't like the heat. They don't want to be burnt. And all of a sudden the snakes come out because the Holy Ghost of fire is moving in a service. All of a sudden, you see some things. And trust me, since we've been in this ministry in Warsaw, we have seen the snakes come out. Yes. We've seen some things happen in this ministry. But can I tell you this? Uh, we're still standing. They may have thought that you're going to die. You, they may have thought this is not going to last. But I'm telling you what, God has the last say. God has the last word. That's the reason why when the apostle Paul was bit, it is he knew that his journey was not done yet. He knew that he had not been fulfilled yet in doing what needs to be done. That's the reason why I say, do not let the spirit of fear get a hold of you. But you have a sound mind. You have the power and you have the love that God's placed within you. Something else that happens that I noticed because we, we talk about and there's scripture for it that I'm going to put Satan under my feet. How many's ever heard that one before? Soon in, in Romans it says that uh, you will crush Satan under your feet. But notice what the Apostle Paul did at this point in time. The same fire that drove the serpent out is the same fire that Paul threw the serpent in. He didn't throw it down and step on it. He put it in the fire. When the enemy comes out, you need to push that same enemy back in the fire that drove him out because it's the Holy Ghost and fire. When you get snake bits, when you feel like I I'm going down for the last time, you need to shake it off. Tell your neighbor it's time to shake it off. But you need to know where to shake those things because that poisonous venom, the thing called Satan, wants to take you down. But you need to say, wait a minute. You need to deal with the fire of God. Shake off those things that God is. It's time to shake it off. It's time to put it in a place where it needs to be. It's time to put it into the fire of God. I'm telling you, God's getting ready to do some things. And I truly believe the fire of God is ignited already and I truly believe the revival fires that is getting ready that we've heard about is getting ready to take place again but it's going to be different because God's going to get the glory it's not going to be through man it's not going to be through moves it's not going to be through this or that it's going to be through what God's going to do in other words you've got to let some things go 
That's what he was doing. He was letting it go. That same fire that drove the snake out is the same fire he used to destroy the serpent. You've got to use the right tools and areas that God's given us. His composure was correct. I'm not done yet. You need to wake up and say, I'm not done yet. Look at your neighbor and says, I'm not done yet. And when the enemy comes and he latches a hold of you and he gets a hold of you because when God starts moving in your life and you still feel that passion, you feel that fire coming in you, you feel that area that I need to move towards that in that region that God wants me to, you're adding to the fire. You're stepping in and doing what you need to do. And then you feel God moving and the enemy comes along and tries to bring fear upon you because this was a spirit of fear. This was a fear that even the islanders understood he's the dead man. They may look at you and say, it's over. Can I tell you? You look around, you're still here. But if you let the venomous snake grab a hold of you and put its venom where it needs to be, which is try to kill you. See, notice what happened. Paul's journey wasn't done yet. He was still supposed to go to the emperor. He was still supposed to fulfill what God's given him. I liked what he wrote in Timothy when he did. He says, I have fought a good fight. I have kept the faith. Therefore, there is laid up for me a crown of righteousness. And let me put it to you this way. Our journey's not done yet, and we still have a lot of things to fulfill before Christ returns. And I truly believe that God opened the door in 2019. As we see the open doors start coming, we need to cross in. Now, don't expect it to be always the easiest thing to do, but you need to learn to hold your composure. You need to learn to think what needs to happen. Oh, this is a snake. I am not going to just put him on my feet. I'm going to see him gone forever. Shake it off in a fire. Now, I'll tell your neighbor again, it's time to shake it off. Let it go. Don't let it keep a hold of you. When fear tries to come around you, when fear tries to talk to you, and he will, that spirit of fear tries to get a hold of you. You need to start looking. Even others will start looking and says, everybody else is going to fall. What's going to happen with you? You need to shake it off and say, I'm standing. Because notice what happened with the apostle Paul. They looked at him because they started saying, oh, he was a murderer. Something was going on with his life. Now justice come to him. But when he stood, they said, he's a God. They will look at you differently when you stand the test of time. When you do and you take some instruction from the word of God and you look at it differently, don't just stop on things. Sometimes you need to put it in a direction or a place that it can be wiped out completely. How many knows God give us the Holy Ghost and fire? When you get snake bit, when you feel like you've been bit by this and that and, and seem like everything else is around you trying to bring you down, you need to shake it off and let God do what he needs to do. I told you I wasn't going to speak very long, but I want you prepared. I want you to understand. As the Apostle Paul, this was at the end of Acts. The enemy tried to take Paul out. The enemy tries to take you out. You may look at this and look at that. What's the use? What, why should we keep going on? Don't fall to the prey that the enemy's trying to do to you. 
You stand your ground, you shake it off, and you move forward. Stand to your feet if you would, please.